Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Welcome into All Sports Talk for this Tuesday afternoon. Monty Hale out today. Glad to join you along with uh, a couple of really exciting guests. This is a show I've really looked forward to putting together, and it worked out today that it's opening, sec- opening day for Sounds Baseball. And we'll get with Jeff Hem, the voice of the current voice, I should say, of the Sounds. He's in Toledo, Ohio, and I have that broadcast tonight. But uh, with me in the studio is Bob Jameson, former voice. The National Sounds. He's been with me before. Bob, appreciate that. And as I say, I'm really looking forward to today. Well, it's exciting that minor league baseball, after a whole season of, of having it not uh, be played, is getting started today. And, and certainly, especially for the Sounds, you know, an organization that has had great history. And, um, you know, I, I know they're excited. They, they persevered through last year and uh, they're ready to go this year. Give us the uh, short version of uh, how you got associated with the sound how long you were here and when that was so folks will know well I, I had uh, I started I'd been broadcasting in the minor leagues for four seasons and in 1978 I was in Richmond Virginia which was the Braves triple uh, a team and that was uh, the sounds first year Monty Hale of this station was the first voice of the Nashville sounds in 1978 and uh, when you own a radio station and you're also broadcasting baseball it really puts a crimp on your time but he was able to do that the first year and then uh, I met uh, Larry Schmetto and Farrell Owens at the winter baseball meetings Nashville was the talk of baseball because of their fabulous 1978 uh, opening season and uh, things worked out well for me, and I was fortunate enough to get hired and, and uh, enjoyed 12 years uh, broadcasting Sounds Baseball. It was an exciting time for the Sounds, for sure. Greer Stadium, even though we found out after a while that it was not really the gym we may, maybe thought it was, it was a new stadium that opened in, in Nashville. It really uh, took the minor league baseball very quickly. It did, and, uh, I mean, it was really very exciting to be a part of that because it, the Sounds mattered to people. I mean, we, we had fans that came to games – uh, in, in huge numbers, and they really cared. They really yeah, rooted yeah, for the yeah. team. They followed the players, and it uh, it, it was a huge success. Well, no I question. said Nashville. I really should say Middle Tennessee area because a lot of people like myself in Murfreesboro and, and surrounding areas, it, it's a great baseball situation. <clears throat> after we talk with Jeff, I, I'd like to talk, get your perspective on where you see Nashville as far as maybe a major league okay, sure. uh, town because that's, uh, that's some conversation that takes place. Uh, there, uh, so a couple of broadcasters have been in since uh, Jeff, but uh, he's come in, but he's been there. We'll find out for sure. But uh, I, I th- I'd say we've got about half or more of the Sounds baseball history right here on the broadcast, thing, yeah. especially when when we see Monty Hale's dad, 
uh, who you know is on the show with me, right, right, uh, uh, being part of that as well. So we've got three of the, I guess, six or seven broadcasters. Would you think there there have been? Uh, I I followed Monty, and then um, there were several people that were in for a short time, uh, including Steve Carroll, who's uh, the Anaheim Ducks uh, hockey broadcaster and has been for a very very long time. Um, Chuck Valencius was there for 12 years, which is as long as I have. Jeff's probably, he's 10 or 11 years now, I would guess, with the sounds as well. And from there, you went into Major League Baseball. A couple of years with the Angels, and then I got into accounting. And so spent 25 years uh, taking care of people's taxes for And them. ended up in Murfreesboro. That's a different story, too. We'll get to that maybe later on if we have the time to get that done. But uh, let's go ahead and take our break, see if we can dial up Jeff Hem, get him on the line, and uh, have a little bit of sounds baseball talk right after this on All Sports Talk. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. You can get those options on the menu online at www.demasrestaurants.com. You can make the decisions that you want to make before you come in. We have options ranging from grilled chicken to fish. You can get it with a side of green beans or spinach or even zucchini. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner at Demas's. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We have a new technique now for people with glaucoma that we can inject a little medicine pellet that is tiny small. And you don't have to use your glaucoma drops for months Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio. So we have these great things to help people with. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Halls Auto Care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Another big week of sports here on News Radio WGNS. The Braves are at Washington. We'll catch up with the Braves throughout the week here on News Radio WGNS. On Thursday, State Farm prep softball coverage from Stewart's Creek, Oakland at Stewart's Creek Thursday night. Our pregame begins at 615 with a first pitch of 6.30. And coming up Friday through the weekend, Middle Tennessee will take on Southern Miss. That's coming up this weekend, Friday, 5.45 airtime. 
Saturday, doubleheader beginning at 1.45 here on WGNS. That's two seven-inning games. And on Sunday, 12.45 airtime, you'll hear it all right here on News Radio WGNS. Your home of the Braves, your home of Middle Tennessee, and your home of high school softball and baseball coverage. WGNS Radio. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Bob Jamison's here with me. Bob, speak to old Jeffy here. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Bob, great to hear from you. A yes, fitting, a fitting uh, chance to talk to an old sounds announcer on our opening day. Former, <laughs> don't say old. Former. Hey. You can say you can say old all you want because it's certainly <laughs> accurate. All right, Jeff, we're going to have about 10, uh, 12, 15 minutes if that's okay. Yeah, that's good. All right, and uh, I know you're looking forward to tonight's game, and this turned out to be the perfect day to do this, isn't it? Yeah, this is uh, this is pretty cool. It's uh, I'm, I'm sort of in like pinch me mode. Like, is this is this plane really getting off the ground? <laughs> all right, uh, we're going to get started here in uh, three, two, one. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. We've got Jeff Hem on the line, Bob Jamison in the studio, a couple former broadcasters, one former broadcaster, one current broadcaster. Jeff, first of all, thank you for coming in. You're in Toledo, Ohio, getting ready for tonight's sounds opener. Guys, great to be with you. Thanks for having me. It is uh, it's never a bad day to talk baseball, but man, is it sweet today after what 2020 turned out to be for the sounds, and then even this year's season got moved back a month at one point, and Tonight is finally happening. Uh, I'm, I'm, as you mentioned, in Toledo as the sounds open up on the road. We've got our first home game one week from tonight. And uh, it's finally here. It's finally back. And uh, it, just, it just feels great to talk some baseball, but to do so on a game day is even sweeter. Uh, I'm going to bring Bob up and, and let you guys ch- kind of chat a little while and uh, see if you can compare notes. I know that you were... You're in a new stadium at, uh, in Nashville. Bob was here when the Greer, Greer Stadium opened up. Bob, go ahead. Well, yeah, Tim, uh, thank you very much. And Jeff, uh, you know, wanting to talk about you, – you had some at Greer Stadium. Is that correct? Yeah, 2012. So I, it was my first year. So I had okay. the last three years at Greer. All right, all right. Well, so you got to see the transition uh, from the new one. and. Uh, I, I will tell you, the first time I walked into the new ballpark, I walked around it and got goosebumps four times. It was awesome. <laughs> well, it's certainly a great place. And, uh, you know, part of I am so glad that timing worked out the way it did, that I, that I did get to work a few years at Greer Stadium. I mean, we all know in the later years it, it was time for that ballpark to, to move on to something else. But the history there... Uh, both on and off the field with folks like yourself in the booth and then out on the field, all the great players of Mattingly and Balboni and Willie McGee and, and then in those ending years when we were with Milwaukee and now we're back with the Brewers again, but those last years with Braun and Fielder and Weeks and uh, there's just so much history there and that, that was a really special place for a long time and uh, I'm sure you saw some of this element when you walked around First Horizon Park, but being on the grounds of the old Sulphur Dell, where that ballpark is, has really allowed us to further tell the story of, of Greer Stadium, but also just more largely Nashville baseball history, because that's where it started way back in the early 1900s, and, and now the ballpark there now being as great as it is, and we have the room and the resources to, to try to honor that and and tell that story and have the ballpark uh, street renamed the 19 junior Gilliam way and all those elements. It's just a, 
So I, I'm really uh, thankful that I got those years at Greer and to hear the stories of those late 70s, early 80s days when it was the hottest ticket in minor league baseball. And now at First Horizon Park, we've got one of the hottest tickets uh, in minor league baseball. So things have sort of come full circle, and they're all kind of intertwined. And, you know, as baseball guys, we always love that history, and, and, it, and it's a really great place now to try to tell that. And, and then certainly, you know, Nashville baseball history, any baseball history makes it a lot of fun. It's part of the, I think, the lure of the game. Speaking of not having a game, tell us about last year. I, I mean, my, my wife and I, you know, we, we kind of take you young guys under our wings even though we don't see you. And, and we were concerned about you and just, just how 2020 went because it, uh, it was a gut punch for minor league baseball. It was. The industry uh, took a major hit, uh, some worse than others, but in, in, in an aerial view, everybody took a massive hit in one way or another, and it's not going to fully recover for a while, even though games are getting back underway around the minor leagues in large part uh, tonight. Um, you know, I, I, thankfully, with some other broadcast work, I was able to work some games in that time, even though there were no sounds games last year between some high school sports and a little bit of college athletics. I was able to uh, kind of <laughs> keep that fire warm from a broadcast standpoint. But then I, uh, I am fortunate to be a, a full-time member of the sound staff, so, and, and, and our ownership, uh, led by Frank Ward, uh, treated us so great uh, compared to so many other teams around the country just from a pure employment standpoint, as awful as 2020 was for so many, um, we were we were taken care of very well. So and and we kept planning for things last year. We keep, we kept trying to hit moving targets. You know that that all kind of came down in March. Well, we thought okay, maybe we start mid-May, and then mid-May rolled around, and we're thinking okay, maybe June, and then Major League Baseball spring training started in July, and we still had a a glimmer of hope at that time. And then in July, the season was officially canceled. The writing had kind of been on the wall, but until it's official, you're always holding that sliver of hope for some version of it to happen. And then at one point, we we had uh, plans really almost to the finish line to have what we called an alternate season where we were sort of going to become an independent team and host exhibition games at our ballpark, signing so many of the minor league free agents who'd been let go by their organizations early in the pandemic. That's the other component of all this, the player standpoint. They've, you know, so many of them had a year come off their career age-wise, but no performance to line up with it. So we thought we had that in place last fall and, and couldn't quite get the full clearances uh, within the city to do that and have limited crowds there. So, so even though last year was awful and it ended up as nothing, there were a lot of moments where we were spending time, energy, and resources to try to have a version of Sounds Baseball, uh, and, and that makes it even sweeter to get going tonight that all these moving targets have finally landed, and we've got something that's finally ready, and the plane is taking off tonight, and it's real, and it's back, and the fans are craving it, and we just we can't wait to deliver it for them. And you, you mentioned you're up in Toledo. Uh, are, they, are they still the mud hens up there? Yep, okay. play for the Tigers, and they've got several prospects and some former sounds on their team. And um, you know, for me, you know, individually and selfishly, it's really fun in our new league format to, to go to some new cities and to learn some new teams. I mean, you guys know some of the inner workings of the minor leagues, but for the, the casual fan, the last time the sounds were on the field, September of nineteen, we were a Texas Rangers affiliate playing in the Pacific Coast League. Now we are once again a Brewers affiliate playing in what they're calling the Triple A East where the Sounds and the Memphis Redbirds and a few others from the PCL have kind of moved over to what used to be the International League, 
So we've got Gwinnett, we've got Louisville, we've got Columbus, uh, we've got Indianapolis, we've got a lot of teams more geographically close to Nashville, which makes perfect sense for opposition and scheduling. And, you know, for me, it's a, a, it's a fun opportunity to get to see a whole new crop of players, both as sounds, but then also the opponents. I was looking at the, the sound schedule, and I noticed it looks like basically you play six-game series Sunday or Tuesday through Sunday. You're on the like you're in Toledo for six days. You'll come home for six days, uh, and then it's very uneven in terms of who you play. It seems like uh, I think Gwinnett's going to be on the schedule for 30, uh, 30 of the Sounds games. So talk a little yeah. bit about the schedule and what that looks like. Yeah, it, it kind of became a little more lopsided when April got shaved off. When we were supposed to start April 6th, we were going to play the Norfolk Tides, who are in our division. Uh, now we're not going to go to them at all, and as memory serves, they come to us maybe once. Uh, and, for example, the Durham Bulls, AAA for Tampa Bay, they come to us, but we don't go to them. This year is going to be odd from a from – a, you know, if you're a fan of like balanced scheduling or divisional games, it, it's just going to be a little bit mismatched. Because when April, we lost April, they didn't try to replace or move those games. They just said, okay, May 4th is your new opening day. Pick up the schedule as it's laid out, and that has us in Toledo. So we were, we were going to go to Indianapolis early on, and that's not happening. So it's a little bit odd from that standpoint. But um, the six-game series will be interesting to see if that sticks. I think that was, that was COVID-driven just to minimize the times we're getting on commercial flights or uh, getting on long bus rides, uh, just just because instead of three game and four game series, you play six, and you either have a six or a twelve game homestand or road trip. So, and all Mondays are off days, which has some nice continuity. Uh, it'll take some getting used to from a starting pitching rotation, where you might have a guy pitch twice in a six game series in a five man rotation. But um, you know, those are those are small details when you haven't played for sixteen months and you're just excited to get back out on the field. But but from a geographical standpoint, I think the schedule and our league alignment makes a lot of sense compared to the way it used to be. So much easier for fans to go see us play on the road. Or if you're a Braves fan and your Gwinnett team is coming in, uh, you can come see them at First Horizon Park and we've got some the Reds affiliate with Louisville coming in and we'll go there. So some more opportunities I think from a fan standpoint to kind of wrap their arms around some new rivalries that make a little more sense. Yeah, you touched on something that's, I think, changed a lot in the last 10 or 15 years, and that is fans will follow their team on the road if it's convenient to get to or if they're going to a destination-type city. And and certainly, of course, Nashville is a place where people want to come to. And then uh, the sounds will be in other cities where, uh, as you point out, for for the most part, it's, it's pretty easy for fans to get to. Yeah, and in the old setup, Memphis was really the only team that a Sounds fan could reasonably go see on the road, at least from a car or busing standpoint. Uh, and now you've got Gwinnett, you've got uh, Columbus, Ohio's not all that far away. Louisville, Indianapolis will be a regular team for us to play going forward, even if we don't see a ton of them this year. So, and Louisville, uh, so yeah, I think it lays out perfectly in that respect and we're excited to have braves reds and cardinals affiliated teams coming to us because we know that you know they have a lot of a lot of major league baseball fans in middle tennessee follow those three teams and so they'll come in as opposition and uh, another good opportunity for us to offer what we do uh to our fans bob jameson with me in studio jeff him in toledo ohio getting ready for the sounds broadcast tonight jeff we've got about a minute to kind of go through the sounds of uh for prospective for this year and uh, I know you're looking forward to the home opener which will take place next week in Nashville. 
I am, and I want to point out a lot of fans have seen it, but we're trying to get the messaging out with the recent capacity limitations or, or allowances changing. We open up on May the 11th, next Tuesday. That Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we will be at about 40% capacity. And then on that Friday, May 14th, we're essentially at near capacity. I say near because we're going to leave a couple of sections for socially distanced opportunities for the fans who want that. And, uh, but otherwise, we'll be essentially at full capacity starting on that Friday night. So tickets, as always, at NashvilleSounds.com. We've remapped the stadium appropriately for those 40% days. And then we'll be full bore on that Friday and ready to put out a good product. And, of course, we're going to follow every Metro Health guideline and do it safely so our fans can enjoy baseball again. Jeff, very quickly, go through how a Sounds fan could uh, pick up tickets to go to a ball game. Uh, how to pick up tickets? Is that, what you should, was that what you said? Yes. Yeah, everything will be mobile this year. Everything's online. We're going paperless and cashless in the ballpark just to minimize touching and uh, contact points and all that. So uh, mobile ticketing, we have people ready to help. Uh, 615-690-HITS if you want to call the ticket office and say, hey, I used to buy paper tickets. How, how do I get them on my device? Uh, we can walk you through. Everything's mobile. It's super easy. And a, and a lot of uh, resources available for fans to uh, to get all the details they need to come see us next week. Jeff Hamm, we're going to let you go. Good luck with your broadcast tonight and all season long. We appreciate you being with us on All Sports Talk. Thank you guys so much. It's great to be with you as always. All right. Uh, Bob, that was uh, pretty an exciting situation. I, I think Jeff does a tremendous job. You, you can tell he's got a passion for the game. He does, and he is an outstanding broadcaster. I uh, remember the first time we, we were coming in um, for uh, some baseball games, and I actually included a sounds game, and we're, we're getting close to Nashville. And my wife says, we'll see if we can get the sounds on the, on the, the radio. And this was about, I think, in 15. And so – you know, we get the game, and it's like, man, that guy is really, really good. He's he is an outstanding broadcaster, and, and certainly uh, Nashville very, very fortunate to have somebody of uh, that quality uh, to do the baseball. We'll game. try to have Jeff on on a semi-regular basis. Uh, he, he and I have a good relationship. I think we'll yeah. get him as, as often as he, he can do that, and then uh, maybe we get a WGNS night down there for us. Well, that'd be as far good. As, uh, yeah. Baseball is concerned. We're going to take our break when we come back. Chip Walters. We'll have our Blue Raider Insider Report. You're listening to All Sports Talk. WGNS. Listen to us anywhere. News Radio WGNS is Rutherford County's place to talk. 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. When news breaks... When traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad, be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Just heavy traffic out here on 24 coming down the interstate here over from Davidson County in and through Rutherford County with this crazy weather out here. Give yourself extra time. Please be careful throughout the evening. Ripley's Aquarium. Sleep of the Sharks coming up June 11th. All the details. Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. You've seen the ads out there. Companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. 
Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue in the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk men's tennis. The Blue Raider men's tennis team found out late yesterday that they will open the 2021 NCAA tournament on Saturday against Tulane down in Oxford, Mississippi. First serve is against the 21st-ranked Green Wave is set for noon. The Blue Raiders are coming off their second straight Conference USA Championship, having beaten Old Dominion on April 25th in Charlotte. Tulane earned a spot as an at-large team after uh, falling to SMU in the American Athletic Conference Tournament. Rounding out the Oxford region is the host team, Ole Miss, and Belmont. The Rebels and Bruins will play at 3 o'clock on Saturday. The winners of the first round will play on Sunday in Oxford. The winner of the region will advance to Orlando the following weekend as one of the final 16 teams. Again, congratulations to Jimmy Borndame and the Blue Raiders. They're heading to Oxford, Mississippi this weekend to play in the NCAA Regionals. All right, on the women's tennis side, three Middle Tennessee women's tennis players have been named all-conference, as announced by the league office on Monday afternoon. Lydia Burroughs was named the all-conference single second team, while Zanny Bernard and Love Star Alexis earned a spot on the all-conference doubles second team. For Burroughs, it's the third time in her career that she has been named all-conference after being on the first team in 2020 and the third team in 2017. This season, the West Yorkshire native was the top player for the Blue Raiders, going 15-7 and in the spring. All right, let's turn to basketball. The Middle Tennessee men's basketball teams picked up another signee uh, of the 2021 class as Isaiah Turner has uh, signed with the Blue Raiders. That coming from Coach Nick McDevitt. Turner, a six foot nine forward, comes to Middle Tennessee after two seasons at Odessa Texas Junior College, in which he helped the Wranglers to a combined 34 and 19 record. The skilled and athletic forward averaged a team-leading 10.2 points per game, had just about 
four and a half rebounds a contest and 1.2 steals per game and only played 17 and a half minutes per contest. Turner's 51% shooting from the field and 36% shooting from three-point land were among the best on his team in 20. 21. He led the Wranglers to a 20-3 record this season and a number seven seed in the National Juco Tournament out in Hutchison, Kansas. A native of Auburndale, Florida, Turner will have three seasons of eligibility left for the Blue Raiders. And a special welcome as well for a new assistant coach on McDevitt's staff as 14-year veteran Turner Battle joined the program on Friday. Battle brings with him an experience from stops at different uh, four different Division I programs, including two here in the state of Tennessee and one in Conference USA. Battle spent the 2021 season at East Tennessee State under head coach Jason Shea, helping lead the Bucks to the SoCon semifinals in his lone season in Johnson City. Prior to East Tennessee, Battle spent six seasons at UAB, the first two under Jared Haas and the last four under Rob Eson. His tenure in Birmingham saw the Blazers tally four 20-win seasons and earn three postseason berths. Before arriving in Birmingham, Battle spent the 2013-14 season alongside current Blue Raider assistant Wes Long on the bench at Chattanooga, where the pair helped lead the box to a second-place finish in the SoCon and a berth in the CollegeInsider.com tournament. Battle began his coaching career at his alma mater, Buffalo, where he served as an assistant coach for six seasons. The Bulls compiled a 103-89 record in that span and made postseason appearances in three different seasons. All right, that's it for today. We'll have more coming up for you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Double-digit pay raises are history. Now money's a lot harder to get a hold of and even harder to hang on to. That's why I would like to offer you a free discount double check. I'll go through your car insurance policy to make sure you're getting the discounts you deserve and aren't leaving any money on the table. So call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel in Shelbyville today at 931-684-5274 because being there to help keep more of your money in your pocket is why I'm here. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Our thanks to Chip Walters as always for the Blue Raider Inside Report. Back with Bob Jameson here in studio talking National Sounds baseball or baseball in general, I guess. Uh, Bob, let's go down that road a bit. With Jeff, with Jeff Him, the, our uh, phone guest here before the break. Talk a little bit about minor league baseball and, and following and so forth. Realistically, minor league fans are not quite as rabid in following their fans typically as the major league fans. The Cincinnati Reds fans are going to check the box scores every day. A lot of Sounds fans are not going to check that score, and, and the standings don't mean quite as much in minor league baseball. That doesn't mean it's not important, but more times than not, they're going just for the entertaining of the entertainment of the game. 
That has been the, the trend, um, certainly, and, I, and I've observed that in the minor league games I've been to lately where the team, if the team's doing something interesting, the fans will be following and, and uh, maybe a little less so otherwise. And, and that's a contrast from what it was like 40 uh, years ago when, when Jeff was on, we were talking about sounds uh, fans had come out and uh, they, they cared if the team won or lost. They got to know the players, got to follow them. And, um, you know, you, you, and I think once you get some continuity and, and I think being back with Milwaukee will help the sounds in that, then you get to know players. And once you get to know players, you feel like you, as, as players, you just feel like you know them personally and, and you, you take a greater uh, level of interest. And I, so I think that's a, a process that'll take a little bit of time, but uh, certainly is not far down the road. I mean, Nashville back uh, forever, as far as since there's been baseball, has been a great baseball city. And, and that's, uh, I haven't seen anything that makes me think it's anything but uh, a really great baseball city. And when I say that, I'm encompassing sure. the state of Tennessee. Uh, I remember coming in here back uh, 50 years ago almost, uh, not quite. Uh, and just being stunned at the level of baseball, the quality of baseball at all ages that was, was played here, the interest and the passion for the game that, that people here had, and very, very jealous that I didn't grow up in this area and, and get, get exposed to that. Because I, I like baseball, I like to play it, but uh, they, they, they were playing uh, at, a, at a totally different level than I was experiencing. I've heard the Sulphurdale stories before. and I didn't, didn't see that ballpark. It was not here as well. You're from Illinois. I'm from Indiana, so we weren't around at that time. But one thing about minor league baseball that's so colorful to me, and Larry Schmidt was probably the king of all this, promotions, mm-hmm. doing things that off the cuff, a little different uh, ways to draw fans and, and, and create interest in in the spectacle, not necessarily the game itself. Well, and, and um, the, the, the nice thing is, is then the people would come out, they'd have a good time, and they'd come back sure. again and again and again. The Sounds uh, led uh, – there's several promotions that the Sounds had that, like, the Sounds were the first team to actually try that. And, and you may remember the uh, little batting helmet ice cream cups. Oh, do I remember? I've still got them in my room at home. Well, the, the, the Sounds were, like, the first – team in base in minor league baseball to do that on on the scale that they did and they they i remember that it was presented at one of the winter meetings and 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 larry schmidt and farrell owens just jumped on it right away and it was a huge success and then that became uh common throughout all of baseball um, you know you get you get all the different teams helmets and and everything and uh, so I mean, things like that, the sounds did very well. They, they brought people to the ballpark, and then they showed them a good time when they were there. I know there, there was a real emphasis on keeping the concession menu simple and, and try to really have an emphasis on quality and, and have it very affordable also. I mean, uh, I, I will tell you, you, you think about going to some uh, – major league sports now and and think about what you pay oh my <laughs> i mean back in the in the old days the sounds you could take a family of four and and feed them for what you you buy a beer for right now bob jameson with me in studio uh, former na- voice of the national sound now resident of murfreesboro and, and uh, voice that you hear on this radio station sometimes with the blue raiders of uh, talk a little bit about your, your experience there with working with dick palmer chip walters well i tell you what that being able to to broadcast uh, baseball again has just been a great gift and a treat. Um, you know, I broadcast my last uh, baseball game in 1992, and 
then went into 25 years of accounting and it never occurred to me um, that uh, that I would ever get a chance to do that again and um, I remember it was about a year before we moved here or something like that Chip Walters mentioned and of course he had worked with me on on my last three years with the sounds uh, and so I, I, I had known him and we'd kept in touch over the years he was he was expecting me to help fill in for Dick Palmer when there were conflicts with women's basketball and baseball which you have starting sure. in the middle of February and running into the first uh, half of March or a little bit uh, beyond that is with the girls because they have uh, they've been in postseason play almost every year for the last 20 years uh, for for MTSU but so it, it, it was it's been a lot of fun uh, Jim McGuire was coached the first year and then Jim Toman the last uh, three seasons I've had a chance to do it and you know all those guys and the assistant coaches have really been uh, great to work with it's been fun to get to know some of the players uh this year we didn't get to socialize as much uh, because of the limitations, right. and, and that that was that was that was a bit of a challenge actually because you'd always get to know them and and you could they would recognize you and, and vice versa. But uh, over and all in all, it was just it has been a, a really great experience. We need to squeeze in one more break. We're going to cut out a little early today for Braves baseball. We'll be right back with more all sports talk. Once a fear weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. You should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. There's heavy traffic out here on 24 coming down the interstate here over from Davidson County in and through Rutherford County with this crazy weather out here. Give yourself extra time. Please be careful throughout the evening. Ripley's Aquarium. Sleep of the Sharks coming up June 11th. All the details. Ripley's Aquarium at thesmokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, funeral pre-planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talks. This portion brought to you by First Bank with offices across the state of Tennessee, and they're growing in Murfreesboro. You'll see them across the city. First Bank, one of our fine sponsors here on All Sports Talks. Appreciate their sponsorship. Bob Jamison with me. Uh, Bob, let's talk about the 
the gut punch is the term was used with, when we were talking with Jeff Hem uh, for minor league baseball and how they can recover. And then we want to get, uh, before we leave, uh, your take on where Ma- Nashville may be as far as being a big league ball, ball club one day. Well, you know, we just briefly got to talk with uh, Jeff about it, but minor league baseball got changed as kind of a top-down edict from the major leagues, and uh, they got rid of uh, over 40 minor league teams since 1919. Lots of... Or 2019. Lots of fairly small communities have lost something very important to them. And and some very successful teams, like they're Jackson, Tennessee... They're hugely successful. Um, beautiful ballpark here, by the way. Beautiful ballpark. Uh, very successful double-A team. Reese Smith, uh, former one of the former Sounds owners, uh, in, owned that club. Um, there's a team up in, in Chicago, out west, one of the west suburbs, called the Kane County Cougars. Mm-hmm. One of the top minor league uh, locations uh, for years and would lead trip a, Class A baseball in attendance. Had a huge following. Uh, those those are just two examples of cities that did not get their their baseball. Uh, Jeff mentioned that the league the Sounds are in is now called the Triple A East. I did not know that until he said that today. Which is about as generic and bland a thing <laughs> as you can possibly want. Um, then they've got the teams. I was looking. The teams are divided into th- three divisions in the East. Uh, but Nashville doesn't play all the teams in their division, and their Indianapolis, Columbus, Ohio, Toledo, Ohio, Louisville, uh, four of Nashville's top opponents that they they will see, uh, aren't in their division. Uh, and then Gwinnett is, um, Charlotte is also in Nashville's division. Jacksonville is, I think they're in in the same one. They they had do have a series with them. So it's it's a very interesting change and, and but i do like the fact that it it's geographically based and i think there's a lot that makes a lot of sense I mean, we've talked here on this show about conference usa and sunbelt conference both having teams that stretch from the atlantic conference atlantic coast to texas mm-hmm. how those school those conferences may merge might need to merge and, and get more ge- geographically for fan interest and certainly for dollars and cents well, and, and fans like to travel now. I mean, that's something that didn't happen very much, especially at the minor league level. But, you know, like, wow, we can go to Nashville and catch a Sounds game. We can, you know, visit Middle Tennessee. We can go to Charlotte, some of these other places, Atlanta. So, um, yeah, it, uh, it's, it's going to be, a, I think, a, a change in the long run will probably work out pretty well. Nashville is being mentioned as a it city, which it, it is, by mm-hmm. the way. Yes. A destination city, which it is. Mm-hmm. And that's attractive to Major League Baseball. And Nashville is growing and growing. And Middle Tennessee area is growing and growing. Do you see Major League Baseball in Nashville one day? I, I thought Na- Nashville should have been awarded a franchise back in the early 90s when uh, there was expansion that first went to Denver, Miami, and then uh, Tampa and Arizona. Uh, Nashville, Middle Tennessee, Tennessee is a, is a great sports state. It's a very knowledgeable, a very good baseball state. Um, the population has grown in this area to the extent that the questions back uh, 30 years ago, is it big enough to support it? I think it was. Uh, now it, I, I think it's a no question. You can say, well, what about the Titans and what about the Predators? Well, there's lots of cities that uh, don't have the general population of Nashville mm-hmm. that have, in addition to those, maybe a baseball team and uh, an NBA team. Well, you, it would be exciting. I, I, I 
five or six years ago, I thought, no, I, I don't think Nashville's anywhere close to ready. As you watch the news and see all the growing that's building up, and, and if, if some of the industries come in that we expect to happen, and the destination part of it, I think is so mm-hmm. much of it. Don't don't you imagine that a lot of the fans will come from other places as as opposed to having to depend on the Nashville, Middle Tennessee area for its fan base. Well, yeah, you, you'll have your fan base, your local fan base, which gives you your year to year continuity, and then you get people coming in, and, and that fills out that ten to fifteen percent of your uh, your seats on pretty much a daily basis you mentioned prices and we've got one minute left i got on the reds website i'm a big cincinnati reds fan looking forward to going to great american ballpark again this summer but uh, tickets can can run you 